Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, legitimate likers. Hugh here, your favorite member of the team. We don't have a regular episode for you this week because... Well, to be honest, I've been left on my own. Will is off writing and performing comedy and starring in all sorts of stage and screen things, I've no doubt. Anya's moving house. And Michael, well, last we heard he's still having children, so we haven't heard back in a while, but we'll let you know. What we do have for you this week is a little special bonus episode of a sub-podcast we like to call How Are We Even Friends? When Anya and I take a look at our friendship, our likes, our dislikes, and, well, I won't spoil anything else. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Please do let us know what you think of it, and we'll be back with you next week with a full episode. But until then, sit back, relax, and settle in and enjoy the first ever episode of How Are We Even Friends? I'm Hugh. And welcome to How Are We Even Friends, the show where we, two best friends of 15 years, try to figure out if we can find any common ground, even though we have virtually no common interests. How are you, Anya? I'm I'm fine. Um, I'm Grant. Um, I was just thinking before this, I mean, we do have some interests in common, but I I don't think we have very many. I'm struggling to think of any, few and far between. I think maybe reading, but that doesn't really... Yeah, it's a bit boring though, isn't it? Yeah. You know? I mean, everyone likes reading and music and yeah. movies. I, I think if we had to go to an event together, we would really struggle. If I saw something advertised, I don't think you'd ever be at the forefront of my, my mind to ask. No, but I think if, there, if it was an event where there was potential for free food or drink, I think or you'd obviously reading. bring me. Yeah, or, or reading, yes, or reading. Um, do you have friends? I mean, obviously we're friends, but do you have friends who you don't like? Like maybe you have common interests, but do you have friends who you don't like? I think this might be more common with men. 
because men would be like would be interested in sport and they'll play golf together or they'll go to football matches together and stuff but I, I don't think I really do have that or do I and mm. you're hinting at me to, to, to <laughs> yeah I'm somebody. trying to get particular names out. Yeah. no no I just wonder about it because no I feel I don't because I just feel I now have very few friends I've I've trimmed it right down but uh to, to a chosen few but to me. um but yeah, I feel, I, I suppose, well, I suppose, do you have people who, if you met them, you could have great crack with them, but you'd be like, but that's not someone I'm ever going to. You see, again, I, I genuinely think this is down to, to, I think sports fans do this very well. But mm. I mean, no, I don't, I, yeah. But I think, as I said to you before, I don't think friendship is necessarily down to, to common interests as much as it is to being on the same wavelength. No, absolutely. And I suppose that's what we're trying to prove here. Yeah, exactly. Or um, disproof? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're trying to do, really. Um, but I am actually interested to see if I can pick up any new hobbies, though. And so what we're doing here is, I suppose, is that we're going to set each other challenges yeah. to take a look at something that the other person really enjoys or gets into or as a hobby or a, a passion or something like that and see whether or not it uh, holds any interest for for us. And I suppose this week... You entered the world of darts. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I think it goes, I, I don't, up until today, I didn't even know the rules of darts. Um, I, I'm actually very embarrassed retrospectively about games of darts that I've played in pubs because I thought you just threw it at the board wildly. Um, and I actually thought the bullseye was always the ultimate goal, um, which I now realise is is. Now, that, that is actually a joke in Peep Show. He says, of course, it's the best. It's small, it's red, and it's in the middle. So oh, that was, your, right. well, that was yeah. your theory as well, which is legitimate. And in fairness, most darts players do just throw it wildly at the board. But So you'd never, you'd never watched a, a darts match on TV before? No, I had seen Bullseye maybe as a small child. And I don't know if I'm thinking of the wrong show, but did you win prizes on Bullseye like food processors and that kind of thing you see i I think it was it was it was the 80s and 90s so you won food processors on every show you know i i never really watched bullseye but it's funny because you're not the first person to say oh no i don't watch darts but i did watch bullseye i don't think i don't think they really compare but i think bullseye was very widely watched i remember my mom oh it was it was huge watching bullseye so i think maybe it was just for, for something to do but but your mum, of course, is a is a darts addict. Oh, a pro you know? pro darts player. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I suppose I I wanted to see if I could get you into into darts. And with that in mind, I I I didn't just pick any darts match because you could just pick a random. I could say tune into whatever is being currently played in Stoke this evening. Whereas I decided no, I'm going to go and get a good good match for you to watch and so i sent you the final of the world match play from 2018 which is a i suppose a well-known match amongst amongst darts fans because it was it was very high quality i suppose my first question is <laughs> did you appreciate that this was a high quality darts match so i will confess i had to about a 10 minutes and 15 minutes i had to wikipedia the rules of darts okay i i was going to try watch without knowing but i genuinely didn't know what was going on and then around halfway through, I had to get a tutorial from Mark about how, what the what the rules of um, darts were. And that was very helpful. And, and from then on, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more. So does that suggest that the Wikipedia article on darts really wasn't good enough if Mark had to come in 
Well, I, I was afraid of, I didn't want to give myself too much information on it. I just wanted to know the basics. And I didn't realize sure. the score came down from 501. So I didn't know what right. was happening. Um, and I didn't appreciate the whole legs of it either. And also at the okay. very beginning, I thought they were going up for a weigh-in. Like, like in UFC. <laughs> because they kind of came up to what I, what I know, what I discovered half of it was called the, the Aki. The Aki, yeah. The Aki. Yeah. And I thought that was a scale. <laughs> So I just didn't realise there was uh, that much, I suppose, uh, well, no, And again, it is a very small raised platform. Um, so I think yeah. that's fair enough. Can you can you remember the name of the two players who were playing? Marcer Slugovich. I could put you out of your misery, what but I'm really quite enjoying this. Menser Sulovich. Menser Sulovich, who's Austrian. And Gary yeah. Anderson, who's, who's Scottish. And he's bringing darts home to Scotland. Well, more on that later, about whether or not he actually did. But um, no spoilers for the three-year-old darts match. <laughs> well, I I actually did. I looked up to see where Mansoor yeah was from, <laughs> and I actually thought I had spoiled it for myself, but I actually hadn't. So I was I I I really didn't want to spoil. And actually, somebody rang me about ten minutes before the end. And I actually was kind of irritated because I was kind of getting into it. So. Okay, okay, so positive signs. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be like snooker, which I don't know anything about either, but my understanding of that is that it's very quiet. It's a very quiet sport. Yeah, no, the darts, is the darts, they're a rowdy bunch. Oh, it was a raucous good time. I mean, there was people in ponchos and sombreros, and they had their... I <laughs> That's saw... how you know it's a good time, because <laughs> yeah. people are wearing ponchos. And one man had a... One feminist in the, in the audience had a, had a lovely sign with I... I, I got a new dartboard from my wife. It was a great trade. And I just oh. thought, you know, these people are, yes. Yeah. What I will say is I would definitely go to a darts game now. Well, that was going to be my next question. Would you, for just a, a night out at the darts? I would definitely consider it now. I, I, I wouldn't enjoy snooker. I wouldn't enjoy all the sitting around being quiet, um, as you know. But uh, I think I would definitely enjoy a night out at the darts in, in Blackpool, maybe next year when the pandemic's over. Um, I think it was in Blackpool, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the, I think so. I think that's where the world match yeah, play is. Yeah, I think it was. And it looked like it was I have nice. to say now, in, in preparation for this, I didn't watch all 82 minutes okay. of it, but you obviously did. Yes, so. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I took a long time to get going. I think they're too long, darts games. You know, as a, as well, <laughs> I, su- I suppose, again, without wishing to, to spoil what happened, that one maybe went on a little longer than was planned. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if... <laughs> I'm not sure whether you picked up on that, um, or whether you thought they were just continuing because they were enjoying it so much. It has to be. They have to be two legs ahead at the end, isn't that it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to win by two clear legs. Yeah. So I kept because the crowd were getting very excited at the end, so I didn't know when it was over. Okay. Um, but I also now, there, there was no go on. Yeah. No, no, there was. It was very clear at the end who had won. But I, I there was a couple of false starts towards the end where I, I was a bit unsure. Um, and did you start to celebrate? Or... <laughs> well, I, I was trying to decide who I was up for, and I thought, um, Mansour, Man, Mansour, <laughs> Monsieur. Um, I thought he looked lovely and just very. I thought they both looked very wholesome. And yeah. The other thing I liked at the end was how polite and nice they were to each other. 
I suppose they're, they're, they're colleagues in a way, you know, they're working on the circuit and so they'd know each other very well. But I think Menser Sulevich is actually, his nickname is, his nickname is The Gentleman. Oh, I, I looked I at his Wikipedia, yeah. Or the, the Gentle, possibly. Um, so he is known as a, as a nice fan and he's someone who's kind of, it's only in the last number of years, I suppose, that he's really, he's really burst onto the scene. I suppose the other thing I'd ask you about is the commentary. Was the commentary difficult to follow? Was it helpful? Did it... I, I didn't find it very helpful, but I don't think it's aimed at somebody for whom it is their first experience of darts. And um, I enjoyed that one of the commentators was American, which I thought that was sort of a, an international flavor. I, I think Canadian, possibly. Oh, oh, also, yes. sorry, I, think jo- jo- I think John Part, who's from Canada, but yeah. Um, I very much associate the thing as a lot of people do as it being kind of a British sport. Mm. So I, I thought it was kind of added a bit of flavor. I didn't find it very helpful, though. Um, okay. But... I loved all the music whenever they had a break. And oh, also, yeah. I was trying to figure out what they were singing. So they were singing, there was a, there was a chance that they had. Um, yeah. So you haven't seen Lost, but maybe that's one for another episode. But there's a Absolutely. fictional band in it called Drive Shaft, and they have a song called You All Everybody. And I was convinced that's what they were singing, but I don't think that's very likely that that's the... the well, do you know, do you know the, the big sort of darts song? No. Sure, but darts, I feel, is, I mean, I feel that's their their go-to every couple of minutes, you know? You just think that's so, like, yeah, every, you know when you hear I, ads for, for games on the RT or whatever, I always think that's just the the standard sports music. But no, I, 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 I enjoyed it and it was, it, everyone looked like they were having a fantastic time. And I, at one point the commentator said, there's not a sound to be heard in the room. And it was such a lie, they're going ballistic. <laughs> Um, and they had great sides and they just looked like they were having a great time so yeah um, it looked like a great day out uh, in Blackpool Okay you know your favourite part so far you've said your favourite part seems to have been the breaks Is <laughs> the that... crowd <laughs> Yeah the breaks and the signs and everyone having a great time The pageantry Hugh the, the pageantry yeah. and the sense of occasion my, what was my actual favourite part of the sport itself mm. Um I, I didn't, I enjoyed the, the latter third a lot more than the, the, the first two thirds. Yeah, well, I suppose that's towards the end. That's when it's getting to crunch time. I suppose just for a, for a simplicity point of view, will you? can you now explain to me the rules of darts? Yes, kind of. Well, please, please try. So um, you have a board <laughs> and you, you, got, you couldn't pay me to be that referee. I just think that seems like a very dangerous job to stand right in front of it. But you have the... Um, the board and you get 501 points in a leg and you have to yeah. get to zero but if you go mm-hmm. over zero which i didn't realize you go bust right? yes yeah and to win the leg you have to get to zero exactly before yeah. the other person does yeah absolutely yeah. so i always assumed that you just flailed wildly wildly and threw the, the dart i just tried to get as many points as you could i didn't even really mm. understand that but I now see is the maximum points you can get 180. It is. And, yeah. and how would you? So what three darts do you throw to get 180? So you you're going for the 20 on the the board, and you're going for the triple, which is the, exactly. the little ring closest to the middle. And that's just before I like off the mark, which is which is very helpful. Um. So I, I then asked, well, why would you? Does everybody not try to go for the 20? But Mark made the point that somewhere on the board, say at, towards nine o'clock, there's a 19. So you mm, could make a ball yeah. point there as well. 
down, down around seven o'clock. Yeah, you could. And some players, yeah. some players yeah. might they might feel they're blocked sometimes that one of the darts is blocking the twenty, so they might go down to the nineteen. Yeah. So, and then I I I did re- once I understood it, I really enjoyed where they were trying to make up the last couple of points at the end. So it was something awkward like nineteen, and you could see there was a bit of strategy with or not nineteen, mm. but. You know, and they have to. My understanding is they have to score a double at the end. Yes, that's what I was going to get to. So yes, you can't just if you're on nineteen, you can't just throw a dart at the single nineteen. You have to. You have to. Uh, yeah, you'd have to say go probably three double eight. I suppose. Yeah. Um. So a lot of them would often finish on double sixteen, double eight. Different players have their favorite doubles. I don't know if they mentioned Gary Anderson's favorite double at any no. point. No, he'd often try and finish on double. 12. And is that a superstitious thing or is it a... No, I think it's probably just a comfort thing. There's a guy, James Wade, who always finishes on double 10 if he can, but I think that might be because he's left-handed and it's the right side of the board for him. So it's just something, a, a comfort one. So yeah, well, it's one thing that I always think about darts players is that they are incredible at mental arithmetic. I was going to say, it would be a fantastic teaching teaching tool for the, the classroom. Yeah, now as a primary teacher, bringing darts into the classroom could be problematic. Very much so, yeah. Uh, and one thing I want to ask you, do they use the same darts the whole way through the game? I couldn't figure that out. Did you, did you see at any point them, at either the start or the end, they put them in a little pouch or a little case? No, I think that was edited a little bit, that video. No, it might have been. They, yeah, they might put have been. out something, um, which I was disappointed in because they cut out the breaks and I wanted to see what happened. On the you break. see what happens in the breaks. Yeah, well, now on the breaks now on TV they'd cut two ads, so you would never see what happens in the breaks. <laughs> or did you want to see the ads? Uh, I just, uh, I think, I think the answer is I just need to go to a darts game. Is it a darts game or not? I think. Um, I suppose a match, a match. But I mean, look, let's face it, you'd you'd go for the whole tournament, so. That's yeah, the, that's what I, the other thing I want to ask. So they've been there for a week or something. It's not like uh, it's not like yeah. football where there's weeks between games. No, it'd be like a yeah. So sports like golf, tennis, uh, darts, snooker, they'd very often be a week long tournament. Um, so yeah, now the world championship goes on for a couple of weeks, but mostly they'd be there for a week. Yeah. So, so these are very committed fans. Like people come for the whole experience. Oh, sorry. Would the fans go for the whole week? I mean that depends. I suppose a lot of all the all the Blackpool darts fans would turn out, you know. But um, well, I can't I can't say what all the fans in there did. I, I did wonder though, did uh, Miss Mansour Sulevich have many fans? Like, would there have been many Austrians? I felt a bit sorry for him then as well, you know, the underdog because there was obviously a lot of Scottish people there for Gary Anderson uh, and his kids were there, which was very cool mm. as well. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think the darts community is probably reasonably... Like, it's obviously lots of fans, but it's reasonably small as well. And so you'd, you'd pick your favourite players. You know, there's lots of lots of English people who'd have a favourite player who might okay. be, you know, a Dutch player or a Scottish player. or Well, probably, maybe not a Scottish player. They're probably more likely to have a favourite English player. But it's very big in Holland. And so there'd be a few, uh, a few big, big Dutch players. Um, but yeah, and, and in terms of the... I suppose the there's a view of darts as being a very rough, drunk kind of, you know, not particularly glamorous sport. Would that have been your view beforehand? And did your viewing of it do anything to change that? So my, I I don't know if I imagined this or if they did this on bullseye, but 
did they did the Darth players used to come in with women on each arm? Kind of like oh, did they did they not come in with women well, on each arm? Maybe that was edited. That was edited. Mm. So I think I don't really approve of that. I think that's a little bit yeah, and I'm af- I'm afraid that hasn't changed. Oh right, okay, and I also think it's a bit unfair on their wives. Sitting yeah, there, you know? yeah. Um, I think it's a bit silly, a bit a bit unnecessary, you know. Um, and I was impressed that that hadn't happened. I thought it was very wholesome. Maybe it was edited out. Um, I also, yeah, I did perceive it as being. I suppose it's kind of a pub game, but I didn't think it looked that drunken. I thought it just looked quite fun. Yeah, and I have to say, I've never been to the darts. I've um, I've I've been to lots of lots of different sporting events, and I've I've never been to the darts. And as you say, it probably would be a great night out, but it's to be honest, it might be something I prefer to watch from the safety of my own home. <laughs> so I thought very differently. Uh, I would like maybe we just do have nothing in common. I would have loved to be in the in amongst it. And some of my other friends, um, have said to me that I have kind of a terrible trait where I'll often like be really vehemently against something until I do it and then I am you know what's what do they call it the the zealotry of the the convert oh yeah absolutely that I, I, I'm I'm like I insisted that I hated kind of music sessions and old man pubs went to one in Dingle now I think they're fantastic um so yeah I, I can see myself becoming very temporarily a big darts fan Maybe yeah, I was just going to say I should I should really feel very confident about persuading you. But I feel, but if we went to the darts, I feel I'd be keeping a very close eye on what was happening on the dartboard, oh, whereas you'd be having a whale of a time. I'd be making signs. I'd be asking those people where they got the the ponchos, getting yeah. the sombreros. Uh, yeah, I thought it looked great, I, and I and I enjoyed that the crowd was so raucous and it was obvious they weren't really paying attention. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, do they have coaches? You know that's a great question. Thank you. And I and I don't really know. I would say, I don't really know to be perfectly honest. I would say some do and some don't. Again, I feel we we keep comparing it to snooker, which is probably unfair on both sports. And in snooker, some of them would work with coaches, some some of them wouldn't. Um, but I you see, I'd say there'd be a. It's one of those sports where the practice of it isn't very appealing. You know, I mean, practice of any sport is going to get boring, but at least you think of a lot of sports, you're outside, you might be in the fresh air. Whereas, you know, the practice of darts is is probably, oh, well, is it a sport? Oh, well, that's a whole other question. Right. Um, we'll have to leave that for another day. <laughs> yes, is the obvious answer. The other thing you asked me ages ago, which I never got answered, was um, do they use the same darts for the whole match? And the answer is yes, they would. And in fact, I think they tend to use the same darts for a very long time. But what you'll sometimes see is at the end, they'll pull the flights off the darts and give them to someone in the crowd. Um, which, well, how would that strike you? Let's say if you were at the darts and Gary Anderson, Gary Anderson gave you the flights of his darts at the end, what would you make of it? I'd just be thinking, oh, I'm going to have to drag these home in my look. Oh, they're not very heavy, I suppose. <laughs> well, I, I don't <laughs> no, want, they're, I, they're really very light. I don't would, would you still have them by the time you left? Y- yeah, probably. You might be able to sell them on eBay, would you? <laughs> probably. I mean, you can sell anything on eBay. You probably wouldn't get very much. I don't think it's as cool as, you know, if somebody's on a baseball game and they get a, what they call it, a fly ball or whatever in the start. Foul ball, yeah. Foul, I think <laughs> you, you, ball, you might... You might need to. I know nothing about baseball, but I think it's a foul ball. I suppose if you got those, you could probably give them to a a landlord of a pub somewhere who could put them up behind the 
beside the dartboard or behind the TV, the flights. Yeah. yeah. I actually wouldn't mind getting a dartboard there, having watched that. There you go. You see? You're getting into it. Do you know what darts are made of? Fibercloth? No. no. They're Steve? made of they're they're made of I was wondering whether occasionally you'll have a, a uh, one of the commentators will get very excited and say something like, and he's throwing terrific tungsten now. <laughs> tungsten. <laughs> tungsten. You don't often hear about you tungsten don't often these hear about days. Tungsten. Um, is that an element? It is an element. I just it think is an the element. teaching tool. Is the element. Mm. Arithmetic, yeah. Just, just one element. One yeah, element. <laughs> what about the dancing girls, though, you see? I didn't see any dancing know, girls. No, these are the girls who go out on the arm at the beginning of the match. You'd have to edit that oh, out for the, for the teaching, like, I suppose. dancing at the break? <laughs> You're, you really feel you were cheated of these breaks, I, I do. I, well, I, I, I'm very much interested in the, in the thought of being there, I think, as opposed to, I think you were taking, mm. you have a more, uh, like, a, a technical interest in the sport. Well, I suppose, here's the thing for me about darts, and darts was a sport that I never thought I'd get into. And then I started watching it and and I did. And I suppose I would believe that people who are sort of into sports don't find it that difficult to get into a different sport because of the nature of things you're interested in, the competition, you know, in, in what they're trying to do. Did you find yourself, as the match grew more exciting in that final third, did you find yourself being drawn into the tension of it? Yeah, definitely. I also feel like you're interviewing me as if I played in the match. And I'm giving you the yeah, well, in, in a way, in a way, in a way, yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and I don't really have much of the the gene for interest in sports, um, mm. but I think, like anything, the, if you know a little about it, it's much easier to to get interested in it. And you, also, you had said to me that it was a very good darts match, so yeah, I I was kind of anticipating. See, I at the start I was kind of hoping one of them would get absolutely trounced because I thought that would be more kind of dramatic, and I'd know what was going on. But mm. actually, it did get more interesting as it got tenser towards the end, and I was trying to decide what I was up for as well. So, um, yeah. And you see that that that's why I chose a match like that because I thought that yeah, if if you're sort of watching someone get beaten fifteen two, it's kind of you know the game's over halfway through. Whereas I sort of felt you know maybe Anya is going to actually get into this, and suddenly you know Mensur Sulovic has left eighty nine to go fifteen fourteen up, and Anya's on her feet roaring at the TV. I mean, <laughs> did that vision come to life? That didn't Not happen. Quite. But as I say, I was annoyed when I was interrupted towards the end. Like I was, I was, I was excited to get back to it. So, yeah. which is unusual though, because it's a very, it's, it's nearly three years old, that recording. So, I mean. So you weren't, you weren't able to watch it all through in one sitting, no, were you? I, I also was absolutely dreading having to watch it. I felt I was really hard done by that I was getting, that this is what I had to do. Uh, and I was wishing like I had been made, I don't know, take up, bag, well, you don't bagpipe, but, uh, you know. No. Take up the piano. You, you wish I had more interesting interests, basically. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I felt very hard done by that I have to do this. Like I, I honestly couldn't think of anything more torturous than watching darts before I watched it. But now I think snooker will be worse. Well, again, there's there's our next episode has written itself. Uh, okay. How long is the snooker thing? I mean, the longest the longest competitive televised frame of snooker went over an hour and a half for oh, just okay. one game. Well, but, not so. that, 
But I mean, the the World Championship final takes place over two days, so maybe we could slot you in for that. Um, no, and I was conscious of it being a long match, but again, I was trying to find something where I thought the the stakes were high. It was obviously the final of the tournament, you know, the tension would be high, and the, and the quality of the darts. And as you say, I mean, you fe- you you approached it as something being very torturous, but it's fair to say I enjoyed it. The experience was more positive. Yeah, and did do you know how how much do they do they get for winning? Do you know? Like, is there much at, at stake in terms, is, or is it just honour? I'd say, yeah, no, no, no. I'd say the World Match Play final now, I don't know, but I'd say the winner probably gets 100 grand starting, oh, right. something okay. like that. Um, I think the World Championship is maybe, it might be more, it might be 200. I think the World Championship is about 300,000 or half a million or something like that for the winner. And then, so, oh no, there's, there's good money at the top. It's like, but like a lot of sports like that, I suppose, there's a lot of money at the top but then you don't have to go very far down before, you know, it's lads who are trekking around the place trying to earn a few hundred quid, you know. Okay, right. And in terms of your interest in darts, is this something that you've always had or is it something that you... No, I think I think I kind of got into it. As I say, I think I kind of got to a stage where I thought... Because when I was when I was younger, I'd have thought there were sports that... For cricket, I had no interest in cricket. Obviously, one of my favourite sports and darts. And then I think there was probably a point where I just sort of thought, do you know what? Sure, I'll give any sport... I, I'll treat any sport as a friend I haven't met yet, you know? I'll give it a go. You treat and... friends you haven't met yet terribly. <laughs> treat <laughs> friends like I haven't met yet like a sport. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and no, that's true. Yeah, a friend I hasn't, haven't met yet is someone I have no interest in speaking to ever. <laughs> um, I have my eight friends, and that's enough. Um, but no, I suppose I suppose then I just got into it through watching good matches. You know, I remember there was a match. Now I probably watched it for a good bit, but there was a a, a game where a where a, a Northern Irish guy did extremely well um, in the Grand Slam of darts a few years ago, and I remember that was kind of I feel that was good for for Irish people getting involved. You know, they really sort of uh, uh, got into it there. But would you you'd go to the darts if I told you if I told you now if you were at a loose end and I told you listen the final of the World Championship we're into the second half of the final of the World Championship. Would you switch over the TV to watch it? I I think I would think about it now because I would just kind of enjoy showboating to whoever was around me that I had yeah. some unexpected darts. Like I, I'm definitely going to store up what I've learned today and deploy it at a party in the future, which is terrible yeah, at a news dart, for anyone. A darts, darts party. party. Yeah, so darts and, party. But actually, I won't be as scared if anybody ever wants to play darts. Um, in a pub in the future because up to now I absolutely hate whenever anybody wants to play pool or, or darts. And will you very much sort of front load all of the information you've picked up? Will you just say, yeah, let's go up to the hockey right away. All right, give me some tungsten and I'm going to throw at the 60. It really reminds me of the 15th leg of the 2018 match play final. Yeah, and yeah. When the exactly. giant stepped up to the hockey and he has a very unusual throwing style. Now, the giant. The gentle. I the gentle, yeah, the gentle yeah, giant. Yeah. No, yeah, the gentle giant. And what was his name as a matter of interest? Monsieur Sulevich. <laughs> Monsieur. Monsieur Sulevich, yeah. I don't know whether he's French or whether he performs massages on people. I Maybe also... that's his new nickname, Monsieur Masseur. I also love their outfit. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the outfit. I mean, describe them to me again. So I think it looks like kind of a... Well, Monsieur Sulevich was in kind of a football jersey. Mm. And he had very glossy gelled hair. It was very much yeah. like a, a... It was a look. And then Gary Anderson 
had sort of what I think looks a bit like a bowling outfit. You know, okay, yeah. Those kind of shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love that even though it's in no way an athletic sport, that they wear sports clothes. I think that's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I suppose that's that's a one place where it differs from, again, snooker, where snooker doesn't really try for that. And snooker, do you know what snooker players wear? Suits. Tuxes. Well, yeah, waistcoats. They don't wear jackets, oh, but sorry. waistcoats and shirts and bow ties. They yeah. look like they're at a Exactly, yeah. Snooker's become a little bit more uh, more casual, all right. But yeah, darts, as you say, it very much does go for that that athlete look, I suppose. And yet... Now, in fairness to the two lads, they're both well into their 40s by the time that match was played. So and do they, it's not like they can be. In terms of what do you think is more physically exerting? Do you think a game of snooker or a game of darts? If you were to play darts or snooker for an hour, which would leave you uh, more... Which would leave you if you're playing, If you're playing in front of a crowd... I, or like yeah. if you're playing in that in that cauldron, which would leave you sweatier is the way most sports are uh, are judged. All right. Um, the, 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 what I'm getting at is that the snooker's snooker players outfit doesn't seem very practical. No, and and in fairness, now they've they've done away with the bow ties and some. This will be the listeners will really be interested in this segment of the, the podcast, which is talking about the outfits in snooker, which isn't even the sport we were discussing. I suppose what I'd say is snooker matches tend to be longer than darts matches, so I'd say there's more endurance uh, required. But I'd say the darts, having watched a lot of darts, darts players get very sweaty indeed. Well, I'd say it's a very warm atmosphere. You've all the lights and everything. There's and a lot, and there's all those people shouting, and again the people. At the darts, I suppose there's a lot of there's a lot of breath coming out yeah, there. Yeah, you wouldn't you know. play now. No, no, you wouldn't. And there's a there's I think they 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 tested or they they did a survey on the the amount of alcohol served at different sporting events. Yeah. And football was whatever level. A test match, a cricket test match, was very high, but I suppose again that goes over. It's a quite a long day. But the darts just blew everything out of the water. It yeah. really just was about six times as high as anything else, I suppose. Yeah. But again, that's that's what you're there for to some extent. Well, certainly that's what I'd be there for. So I suppose we began by saying you were going to dive into something that you would, well, really had no interest in whatsoever. And in fact, by the sound of it, quite an aversion to. Can I Can I claim to have turned you into a darts... Maybe not darts fan, but someone who, as you say, if it was on the TV while you were washing up, would you take an interest? Yes. I wouldn't rush to turn it off with the vigour I might have uh, prior to today. I think that's as much okay. as you can hope for. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd take that as a win, I feel. If, if, in the future, there's a darts game on in, in real life, I would consider... Mm-hmm. Maybe we, we'll hire a bus, get a couple of friends, and off we go. Blackpool 2023. How many, how many friends do you have that you want to hire but a bus? Between us, I'd say maybe we could get, we could get, our, get our eight friends each. And that's yeah, that's true. 16 that's true. people. And, well, there uh, is. There's a, there's a big event in Dublin every year, most of the time. No, so I'm maybe take we can try and... Across the pond. Oh, you want to go, you wanna go abroad? Pond. Across the <laughs> pond is, typically refers to the Atlantic. But... Boston 2024. No, I, I, would, I think I'd like to do the whole experience. I'd like to go for a week to uh, Blackpool or Sheffield or, you know, yeah. and uh, just really, really get into it. Because I think once I'm at something, I would become insufferably into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, let's book it in. Let's book it in. Let's do it. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, th- thank you very much, Anya, and thank you for putting the time into the darts. I feel that, like, I feel like we, you, you feel it was worthwhile in the end. 
for a while and it's it's always nice to meet a friend you haven't met yet as you said yourself and exactly uh, yeah darts has definitely gone from uh from enemy to to at least friendly friendly acquaintance friendly maybe, acquaintance but, definitely friend colleague yeah yeah, well, as we said, I'll, I'll take that as a win. Well, thank you for listening to How Are We Even Friends? And maybe we're getting closer to an answer on that. And uh, until the next time, I've been Hugh. And I've been Anya. Bye. Bye.